0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and yes, this is another hotel recording. We'll be back to our ideal sound quality on the next episode. But uh, as I said in our previous episode, I am recording this right now from a hotel and I forgot my my mic that I travel with. So we're just doing that headphone life. So I apologize for the audio quality, but bear with me because I've got a really important message that I want to share today. And it actually started... A few months ago with a daily mindset upgrade that I sent out, for those of you who aren't familiar with the daily mindset upgrades, basically I send a short audio message every day, seven days a week via text message, that will help you improve your mindset because I believe very strongly that if we focus on making that change, upgrading our mindset and becoming better thinkers everything else gets easier because everything we choose, every action that we take comes from how we think. So by default, if we become a better thinker, we improve our choices dramatically. So a few months ago, I sent out one of these daily mindset upgrades that was based on a one-liner I heard in an Elevation Church sermon that I listened to a while back. And the one-liner that, that struck me that we're going to dive a little bit more deeply into today is the only way for potential to be revealed is for process to be embraced. The only way for our potential to be revealed, to come into fruition, is for process to be embraced. Our success is not going to be Random. Reaching your potential is not something that you stumble upon. It is intentional. It is intentional. And process is something that I think we take quite seriously and we really use to our full of advantage in our careers, in work. We certainly expect other people to have a process in place in their work, but we don't apply it as consistently in our own personal lives. We have processes in place at work because they create predictable outcomes. They work. They get us where we want to go. And it's crazy to me that this this is so at play and alive in our work, and yet we don't see it such an obvious need in our personal lives, and that keeps us struggling with the same things over and over and over again for years and sometimes for decades. But think about that if there was a pain point in your work, in your career, for your employer, and it just felt hard and it felt like you weren't really making progress, would you just keep on keeping on? Never, not in a hundred million years. If there was something that continuously showed up as an issue at work. You would be putting processes in place and changing the protocol to get you the outcome that you desire. Somebody would be fired if they didn't do that at work. This happens all the time with primal potential. We'll, we'll have a problem that happens once and you just fix it and you move on. But if it happens a second time or a third time, definitely a third time, we're having conversations like, what do we need to do differently so that this doesn't happen again? right away after just two or three occurrences, and yet here we live our lives with the same frustrations and disappointments and setbacks and excuses and exceptions and doubts and delays and fears, and we just take them one by one as if we've never seen them before. The only way for potential to be revealed is for process to be embraced, to be embraced. And I think when I've talked about this before, I give the example of like a refrigerator repairman or something like that. The refrigerator repairman who has a process is going to have a business. His business is going to be more profitable, it is going to be easier, it is going to be more expedient than the refrigerator repairman who doesn't have a process. I mean, you have to as a business owner and if you're a refrigerator repairman, you have to have a process like first we check this and then if you find this, you do this, right? Imagine if they didn't have such a process and everybody came in just trying to like reinvent the wheel every single time. It would be so much harder, right? If you didn't learn from the last 10 things you did, if you didn't put put a process in place based on your experience and what has worked and what hasn't worked, You would be working so much harder, and it would be taking so much longer, and that's kind of how most of us are living our lives. We keep doing the things that didn't work last time, and we keep acting like we haven't learned from this yet, even though we've been in these moments thousands of times, and we've been struggling with this thing for months or years, but there's no process. But there's no process. Let me ask you this. Have you felt overwhelmed more than three times in your life? If you have, and I can't imagine anybody who hasn't, do you have a process? Do you have a process? Because like, let's say that a fuse has blown in your kitchen a couple of times. Maybe the first time it takes you a little while to figure out, did the power go out? Like, what's going on here? Did the appliance break? What happened? But after that's happened two or three times, you realize, oh, first I check the breaker. It's usually just the breaker. Going and flipping the breaker is the fastest way to solve this problem. We learn from that. And yet, we've felt overwhelmed or lacking motivation or lacking direction or you name it, dozens if not thousands of times, and we don't have a process in place. I use the example of overwhelm because we're talking about how the only way for potential to be revealed is for process to be embraced. I have dealt with overwhelm thousands of times. It is something that shows up regularly for me if I have a lot on my calendar and I'm not sure, you know, where to start, what to do, can I get it all done in a day? I have a process for when I feel overwhelmed. Before I had a process... I reacted to it as though it was the first frustrating time every single time. Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. But the fact is, I've been through this enough that I do know what to do. And perhaps more importantly, I also know what not to do, what doesn't help. And I've talked about this a lot because we get a lot of questions about it, especially on our Saturday shows where I answer your questions. When I feel overwhelmed, I write down everything everything that I need to do in that day or I feel I need to do in that day, right? And then I ask myself which of these things are critical, are essential, essential, essential. And I'll use today as an example. As I mentioned, I'm in a hotel right now. We are in the Dominican Republic and what day of the week is it? It's Friday and I'm working today. And it's easy to feel like Oh, there's so much I want to do and also trying not to work all day while we're here and really give a lot of time to Chris and to myself and to you know, doing those kinds of things. So if I were to feel overwhelmed today, I would write down, okay, I need to respond to emails. I need to respond to my clients in my Facebook groups. I need to check our course platform for the 12 Weeks to Transformation. I need to record a daily mindset upgrade and get it to Irelly. I need to record this podcast. I need to follow up with some of my network marketing uh, partners. And when I write that down, if I'm feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be working all day today, if I write that down and then I ask myself, which of these things is absolutely critical for today? If it doesn't happen today, something bad will happen? And the answer is none of them. None of them. Because yes, I do need to record a daily mindset upgrade. Those go out every single day. However, I'm a day ahead. So if for some reason I took that off the list today, I just prefer to stay a day ahead, but I don't have to. I still have tomorrow to do it. Same thing with the podcast. Like, yeah, I I would love to do it. It's important to me to stay ahead, but if I feel overwhelmed, that can go. It's a nice to have. It's not a need to do, right? I would be feeling good if I got it done, but it's not critical. Emails. For six plus years, I've responded to every email every day. However, Is anybody going to freak out if they don't get a response for 24 hours? No, they'd be thrilled to get a response within a day and a half. It's not a big deal. People don't expect that they're going to hear back in 24 hours every single time, right? That's my standard. It's my preference, but it's not critical and essential. And so when I do that, when I go through that process of being overwhelmed, I'm immediately like all right, so I'll do what I can do. And it's really, these are all things that I want to do, but they're not things that are absolutely critical. I can cancel something that's on my calendar. I can reschedule it. I can move it to another day. I can delegate it to somebody else. And that process eliminates the feeling of overwhelm. Right? Right? Otherwise, if every time you get overwhelmed, you act like it's a fresh problem, it slows you down, it consumes your energy, it takes you out of the game, and it doesn't need to be that way. And maybe it's not overwhelmed for you. Maybe the thing that slows you down and takes your energy and pulls you out of the game is being angry or being tired or being emotional or being unmotivated. But what I want to remind you is that we've seen all of this before. We've seen all of it before. We just need a process in place for it. The only way for your potential to be revealed is for process to be embraced. This is not new, so we don't have to treat it every time it comes up like it is new. You know what doesn't work, right? You know what doesn't work. It's okay if you're not entirely sure what does work. The first part of your process can be creating something that just doesn't include all the things that you know don't work. Like for me, when I'm overwhelmed, I know that working myself up into a tizzy and telling myself a story that there's too much to do and there's not enough time and oh my goodness, oh my goodness, that doesn't help. Don't discount how much power there is in the things you know that don't work. Sometimes we talk ourselves out of the solution because we don't know the perfect process, but the fact is you have a ton of information and an ample starting point with all the things you know that don't work. Sometimes the process is just not turning to the things that you know don't work. So a couple questions to ask yourself. Where are you not getting a predictable outcome in your life. And again, guys, I want to encourage you not to just listen, but actually take a pause, hit pause, write down your answers, because so much of this podcast comes down to what you do with it. There are tons of people who listen but haven't created a transformation because they don't get engaged, they don't get involved, right? I said the other day that the key to your success is your involvement, so when I ask these kinds of questions, make sure you're writing down your answer. Where are you not getting a predictable outcome? Because the purpose of a process is to create a predictable outcome. Is nutrition unpredictable? Are your workouts or your savings or your investment in your relationship, are you not getting a predictable outcome there? When people struggle, they don't have a process, right? Making great food choices on one day or desiring to eat better is not the same thing as having a process for your nutrition, maybe a meal planning process or a meal prep process or an accountability process. Having a process for your workouts is very different from telling yourself, I need to work out more. Having a budgeting process is different from saying, I need to save more money or I really want to get out of debt. And again, you don't need to know the perfect process. That's okay. You'll only know the perfect process if you've already done it before and it worked. And then if you stopped and your results stopped, you just go back to it. But if that's not you, start with a process. Start with one piece of a process and adjust as you go. One of my master's club clients shared the other day that she's balancing her checkbook every single day and that's part of her financial process. That's a fantastic starting point. It's a piece that you can commit to doing every single day, right? For me with workouts, I schedule them at the start of the week. So I look at my calendar and I don't say every day I work out at four. No, because some days I can't do it at four. I don't want to do it at four. I've got something else I want to do at that time. So some days I'm doing 6 a.m. and some days I'm doing 6.30 p.m. and some days I'm doing 9 a.m. But I have a process of putting it on my calendar at the beginning of every week. Maybe you meal plan and grocery shop and meal prep every Sunday afternoon. Or just start with one piece of that. Maybe you review your financials every single month with your coach or with an accountability partner. A process. Just start somewhere and start small. You don't have to go for a 20-point plan. Pick one thing. And you're looking to do this in an area that feels kind of clunky or an area where you know you could be doing better or seeing more results. An area where you really want to see big momentum and growth. Like for me, it's not so much of like what feels broken, but I want to see big momentum and growth in my network marketing business, right? Because it's part of my my big push to diversify my income such that if something happened to me and I wasn't able to generate revenue through primal potential, that we still are able to maintain our standard of living through other things. So It doesn't have to be that something is broken. It could just be an area where you want to create more momentum. So I know that network marketing could be way better with a better process, even if you have a process. like I have parts of a process for my network marketing team, but it can be better. It can be way better. So I don't have to discount what I've been doing that's working, but I can add another element, right? And so even as I was preparing this episode, I actually stopped preparing it and went and made myself a note, okay, here is a process of this like four week rotation of coaching calls that I'm going to do with my team to help them make more money. And I, and I just literally took five minutes to kind of brainstorm it. And then what is important to me is I blocked out time on my calendar to actually start implementing it. Because otherwise, I don't know about you, it's easy to have an idea or a clarity. You're like, oh, yeah, I need to do this. Oh, I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. And then a day later, you don't have the same like mojo and it never gets kind of followed through on. So for me, putting it in my calendar for the time when I'm going to execute it is a huge, huge step. Now, there's another piece of this message that I definitely don't want to wrap up without touching on, right? The only way for your potential to be revealed is for process to be embraced. And it's that final word that's such a critical part of this message, embraced. For process to be embraced, not for process to be resented, not for process to be resisted, not to be a victim of the process or feel bad for yourself or feel like discipline sucks. Process to be embraced. How can you get excited about the process? And I always ask myself that if something feels crappy to me, if something feels like a burden or a chore... How can I embrace this? How can I get enthusiastic about it? If it were fun, what would have to change? What would have to happen for me to really look forward to this? And I do that if I'm feeling like I'm not looking forward to workouts. I do that if I'm looking forward to not eating well. I do that if I'm not looking forward to my financial goals or to doing what it takes. I shared with my clients not long ago in the 12 weeks about how I am doing this with writing my book And that is uh, something that I'm really having to work on enthusiasm related to because otherwise, It can feel like a burden or a chore and the process can be resisted. Like I have a process of writing every single morning, but that doesn't mean I'm embracing the process of writing every single morning, right? Do you have something that you consider a process, but you don't embrace it? And I want to remind you, because I think that this is so true, that the only way for potential to be revealed is for process to be embraced, The process needs to be embraced. So I ask myself, what can I do to be more enthusiastic about this process? What needs to change so that it feels better? And it could be something small like I get myself a new journal or I do it in a place that's like a really cozy little area in my office. I created a a new little area for writing that just is a a place that I look forward to being. Maybe for your workouts, you want to buy some new workout shoes or new sports bra. Whatever it is, maybe you do your meal prep with a friend and you alternate houses and one week you do your meal prep together at her house and one week you do the meal prep together at your house and then you're doing half as much work but you're doing it with a friend and you're both getting healthier. But what, does, what needs to change so that you can truly embrace the process, right? What is that going to look like? Not resisted, not resented, not something that is begrudgingly done Where do you need process? And if you have process, is it that you're not embracing it and instead you feel like, woe is me, I'm a victim of this discipline that I've set up for myself. Do you need to change the tactical side or do you need to change the perspective side or both, right? Don't start with too much. This is not a call for a 40-point plan. Honestly, start with one or two things things that are important to you, things that have room for improvement, things where you are really driven to create an improvement. But the only way for potential to be revealed is for process to be embraced. And we, we do this in our careers and with our work. And it's time that we start applying this in our own lives. I would love for you to DM me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton and let me know what area of your life you're thinking about this process in relation to. Like for me, it's my network marketing business. There's a specific process that when I was thinking about this, I got really excited about. Or if you have a process that you haven't embraced, what change are you going to make so that this is something that you look forward to? Because if you look forward to it, you're going to be far more consistent process. Embrace the process. Create the process. Do not resist it. And then pay attention to your results so that you can adjust accordingly. I hope you'll reach out to me over on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Have an amazing day. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.